Nice night for a walk, eh? Nice night for a walk. Hey, I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six-pack. You're close. Give them to me. Now. Fuck you, asshole. Hey, yo, what's going on, friends? Welcome back to another amazing episode of In Madness Pod. It's Sean the Butcher. I'm here with Vertebrae 33. What's going on? We told you we'd be back. <laughs> He's What's got his on, sunglasses are on. Are you vertebrae or are you a sentient being? Are you titanium alloy? <sighs> yeah, I got replaced. But, uh, you know, nothing, nothing. What is it? Nothing dead. Nothing dead the... can go through the portal. Yeah. So I had to beat up some schmuck for his clothes. But <laughs> Give I'm here. Day. I'm good. We are back for part two of the terminator we've been doing our new format we've not terminator two no well this is part two of yeah. terminator oh, okay oh i did all this work on terminator oh no. well then maybe you'll just have to hold it for a future <sighs> okay, episode okay, okay. how far in the future is the question the future thank you <laughs> Oh, it's just so we're researching this this film and we're going through it. Uh, you know when you're like cooking something on the stove and you ha- you bang the pot like you'll bang the spoon off on the side of the pot. For some reason, I always do it to the beat of uh, a men down under coming from a land down under, and I'll like be I don't know why. Uh, but while I was watching this movie a million times to the podcast, I would just do bum 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 with the spoon on the side of the pot classic theme let us know if you love the theme on the socials at in madness pod in madness pod at gmail.com we're also on threads or something whatever threads are we also so have if you thread something yeah I, I was thinking i thought this when i first went on so if you're on twitter you tweet and if on threads it's a threat i i think i think on twitter now you x Oh, that's. Uh, I'm already over this. I'm already over this. You're like, are we going to do with threads? And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to do less social media in my life, not more. However, I went right to the threads because we definitely, if everyone else is doing it, then we might as well have one too. But I I mean, it's basically, I do the same thing for all of them. I copy and paste to Instagram. I copy and paste it to Twitter. I copy and paste it to Facebook. And now I just copy and paste it to threads. And, and, you know, if you're listening to this, because people find podcasts at different times. Right. So they might find us a year from now and go back and listen to these episodes. Right. If you do, you know, call us and let us know what the future is like, because we want to want to know all about the future. We want to know what's happening. And, you know, we try to keep them timely. Maybe by the time you listen to this, Twitter will be completely gone. Right. It'll be a utopia. And let us know this is the first time you listen to this episode. And I can't believe you guys talked about Twitter being gone because it's it was X. And then it was, you know, changed to poop cloud or whatever. Yeah, you it'll call be it. like it'll be like VHS tapes. Yes. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Make sure you follow our in madness playlist on Spotify where we just add, you know, clips either, you know, from mo- songs that have clips from these movies in them or, you know, songs that were in these movies. Uh, we have a pretty sweet playlist going. And yeah, shall we hop back into part two of Terminator 1 for In Madness Pod, <sighs> episode 15. And and you're going to, in thinking about it with having a little time, I'm really confused by the timelines of this movie. Some of them are laid out for us and some are a little sketchy. So we'll we'll talk about it and you can, I think you got to walk me through it a little bit. Well, I posed a question at the end of last week's episode, and God damn it, I want the answer because you said you have it. Who is the drunk neighbor from Gremlins in Pulp Fiction? Oh, so that's, that is, uh, I looked it up. So that is Monster Joe at the towing company <laughs> at the end. If I get it back any different than I gave it to you, Monster Joe is going to be getting rid of two bodies. Yeah. Yep. That's Monster Joe. So how wow. Awesome yeah. Wow. So if we chart him, if all of these movies are somehow connected, right? I will say this. Pulp Fiction came out when? 97? Yeah, 90-something, yeah. No, it was 94. 
Oh, I, I think don't it was know. 94. I don't okay. know. But whatever. So he he's in the war and then he's a drunk guy and then they have the gremlins invasion and then here he is in terminator and then you know makes it through and ends up owning a you know auto parts junkyard place disposing of bodies for the mafia yeah wow wow that's crazy that's crazy maybe in that scene they should have put put like a cybernetic arm or something in like the background that would have been great and tarantino loves linking up all of his characters throughout all of his different movie worlds which is crazy so who knows <laughs> who knows uh last week on id madness pod episode 15 part one of the terminator we left you at the precinct reese traveled through time to stop the terminator but has been arrested he's about to go to the loony bin mm. sarah connor is resting in the back of the precinct Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, hunting for Sarah Connor, has found her at the precinct. Bum, 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 bum. The cop at the front desk will not let him in. <laughs> Arnold looks around, leans in, and gives us the most classic line possibly in movie history. Do it, I'll, Do it. Be, I'll be back. Yeah, I cut you off. I'm sorry. It's okay. So he walks away. Which, my friends, finally brings me to my... Milking of the alpacas moment. Oh yeah! Oh, I dig it. You is know, this I yours know, as well? I didn't know what I had for this because it's all. It is. It. I, I could have made it when he chops his face off. I could, but this is the craziest I feel moment of the entire film because as ruthless as this Terminator has been throughout the entire movie, the balls it takes to do something as insane as this you know it just uh, this is what happens with artificial intelligence arnold drives the car right through the front of the precinct right into the cop at the front desk arnold gets out of the car and starts shooting everybody and your moment see now i'm gonna change it to that you know because my my mine was just gonna be the jump scare with pugsley the iguana but (laughs) This whole 45 second sequence is insane, is insane. The cops are freaking out. They think it's a terrorist. It is not. Sarah knows she's doomed. Reese manages to escape. Sarah's hiding under a desk. We see a silhouette at the door. It breaks the glass open. It gets in. Sarah thinks it's the Terminator, but it's Reese. He saves her once again, and they escape the precinct. And I don't know. I don't have this. For, I, I didn't look this up, but just thinking about it now, when we see the Terminator vision in this and it's all red and he raises the gun, like, I don't know when first person shooter games came out. But like, this is 1984, right? So I feel like. Definitely after that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like video games might have been influenced. influenced Some video by Terminator. By, I could be totally wrong. I'm not a video game person. So if I'm wrong, let me know. But like, I'm struggling to find another instance where we have a view of a shooter in in a film in 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 this way, and it's also in this red screen where there's stats. Which, if the video game had the stats, it would have the life of the character and whatever weapons they have. Good point. Uh, I'm so curious. I should have looked it up before. Someone let us know. Is this the birth of the first person shooter game? Damn. Uh, Reese and Sarah drive the car till the gas runs out. They begin making their way on foot. They find a small overpass. They hang out under it in the dark. Sarah's freezing. Reese tries to comfort her. She asks him for his first name, and he says it's Kyle. Mm. She's like, what's it like to go through time? He says, like, white light, like pain, like being born, maybe. She sees he's bleeding. He's got shot. He doesn't want to make a big deal out of it, though. But she bandages him up with a first aid kit. Mm Mm-hmm. My question to you is, where'd this first aid kit come from? I don't know. They had it in the car and they just grabbed it just in case. Do they keep it? In, is Does every car have a first aid kit? I mean, mine does. Oh, mine does. You don't keep a first aid kit in your car? Oh, no. I No. I keep I keep uh, bubble gum and uh, <laughs> and my, my, my char- charger for the uh, lighter thing. Yeah. I mean, I used oh, to have no. jumper cable. I still do. I think jumper cables, 
the the little emergency triangle, maybe some flare. No, I don't have. I kit. have jumper cables only, but I put them in the garage when we moved my. Oh, <laughs> when we moved me still garage. I do. Well, that won't help anybody. Um, uh, I do have a roll of toilet paper. I keep in both my cars a roll of toilet paper too. Hey, tissues because I'm always sneezing and I get snot towel, on my hands. Yeah, paper towels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm irresponsible. I need to. But this that. shows Sarah Connor being prepared. But a she's going to puke. She says she's going to puke. Right. But she's a glimpse of who she's going to be in the future. She's gradually getting stronger and stronger. I say it a million times, and I know people, I hope they're not annoyed by it, but this is Sarah's hero's journey. Right? This is what we're on. We're on that quest with her. She's thrust into a world. The hero's journey always begins with sort of something tragic happening where you're thrust into a new world so in her case ginger and i guess pugsley because like what the hell happens to pugsley you think arnold capped pugsley oh please don't please don't that would be awful yeah he probably did take that pugsley i don't don't like that at all (laughs) no good he even hit him with a one-liner yeah and and knew his name maybe there's an edited scene where he takes pugsley out (laughs) <laughs> Poor Pugsley. Uh, she asks her to tell him about her son while she's bandaging him up. He says John's about his height. He has Sarah's eyes, her strength. He says he'd die for John Connor. She mm. can't believe it. She says at least she'll know what to name him. Right. Yes, if he ever spoke about his father, so she knows not to tell him to buzz off when she meets him. Reese says John never said much about his dad. He mentioned that he died before the war and Sarah stops him and says she doesn't want to know anymore. And now I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Who's he talking about? What do you mean? Who is John referring to when he says his dad died before the war? Isn't it Reese? But how could it be if Reese is already there and got sent back? During the war, yeah, I, I, yeah, see, this is where this is where time travel arcs in anything, TV, movies get get weird with me because I have a hard time following along, so I just believe whatever shit I'm showing. So, like theoretically, this this all happened on a on a thread, threads. This all happens on a timeline, and then he meets. Him and Kyle become pals or co-workers in the Armageddon, so to speak. And he sends him back through to her. But he couldn't have sent her back through to her before he existed. If he died before the war. So, but no, but like then, like it's so confusing. So what happens to the guy that she might have had John with if he didn't send this guy back through? There's another guy in the world that she was going to meet and have a kid with. That's who created John Connor one. Right. Otherwise we're in a loop. I I mean, Reese Reese is John Connor's dad, right? But how did he know John Connor before he? I don't know. I don't know. I, like I said, I just believe whatever I'm told in the movies. Listen, we did a whole episode on Lucy. And I believed every word of it. Maybe I, you needed, maybe you needed Morgan Freeman to come in and tell you this. Uh, yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, I just, I've her and Reese. I mean, we'll get into it, but they do their thing, and then she's this, and then yeah. I just figured he. But if not- her and Reese have the kid, and his dad dies, then Reese and this Reese and her and John never have the conversation. Never happens for him to send him back with the photo. Because he's dead. So doesn't that end the loop? I don't know. Let's get James Cameron on the line. Hang on. Let me call him. Call him up. One, five, one, six. Oh, he's Long Island. He's a Long Island. Hey, James Cameron, look at you. We'll meet you in Montauk. But, uh, but uh, yeah, this is the part that kind of like really it's. And I say it because I'm trying to figure it out and they don't help us later on because they really mess with the timelines in the other movies and it gets really muddy. Um, 
But yeah, I just don't know, right? All these time travel movies, it gets iffy. So I like to think that there's another guy that she would have had a kid with that became John Connor, but now she's not going to have that kid with him. So like, what happens to that guy? I bet you that guy gets angry and he starts working for Cyberdyne Systems or something. <laughs> loop it back around. Maybe it's the dude, yeah, from Speed who ended yeah. up. Yeah, is it the guy from Speed? I think it's the same guy. If you understand this timeline, because I Googled it, I was on Reddit, I had people explaining it to me in a million threads. Uh, if you get this timeline in just the original Terminator, because it gets messy later on, explain it to me. Write to me, us. tell me I'm an idiot, and explain it to me. I'd love to know at in madness pod on all of the socials interact have fun with this is what we're doing this podcast for sure it's fun for us to talk about it but you want we want you to jump in on the conversation let us know what you think about all this uh john uh she asked john if wait she yeah, asked if john sorry Reese, i messed you up I, i'm no, sorry no she we're asked time if, traveling yeah, yeah she asked if john sent reese to the past reese says that he volunteered it was his chance to meet the legend Sarah Connor, uh, who taught her son how to fight, organize, preparing him ever since he was a kid. Uh, when you were hiding before the war, Sarah is baffled that Reese is telling her things she hasn't even done yet in the past tense. She can't believe she's the mother of the future. Mm. She says she can't even balance her checkbook. Yeah. I, f- I feel her on that one. <laughs> she didn't ask for this responsibility. She doesn't want it. And he says, John gave me a message to memorize. Thank you, Sarah, for your courage through the dark years. I can't help you with what you must face, except to say that the future is not set. You must be stronger than you imagine you can be. You must survive or I will never exist. Wow. And I will say, though, man, Kyle had this phrase locked and loaded and memorized. And this is the first time he tells her this. So he went from, come with me if you want to live. I think it's only the next day, which makes all, all of this, what's about to happen, even more interesting. But I think this is only the next day, right? But this line, like, he, you, you should kind of let her know that as soon as you possibly can, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he stalled on that one. Maybe he says that in the police station on the videotape instead of ranting and raving, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe it'll just make him look crazier. Maybe. Talking but... about her unborn son. Yeah. Reese tells her <laughs> she did good bandaging his wound. He says they should get some sleep. She asks where he's from. He says you stay down during the day. You can move around at night. You have to be careful because HK is used infrared. But they're not too bright. John taught us ways to dust them. Mm. He says that's when the infiltrators started to appear. The Terminators were the newest, the worst. And I love all of this world building. There's a ton of world building in this, you know, lower budget film that Cameron's doing. And a lot of it pays off in the sequel. We see a lot of it pay off almost immediately and a lot of nods to this film. But this world building is fantastic. You, When you see this, you want to know more about all of that and see what's going on in the future, which, you know, we're going to know this in six years. We cut to the future. We're in the middle of the war. We see Reese with his team of fighters. They escape to an underground lair. They enter and have to let dogs smell them. Hmm. Because like we always say on In Madness Pod, the animals always know first. Yes. We see what's left of society, children, civilians, all disheveled, sick, dirty, tired, miserable, eating gruel, children watching a television that has nothing on it. It's just burning and they're watching the flames. That's weird, right? That's a weird one. Like that's the what you do for entertainment. Television. That's what you do for entertainment when the when the machines take over. And how is everyone not sick? Right, if it's post like nuclear war, yeah, they all look pretty shitty. They do look really bad. Yeah, they all look really bad shape. Uh, Reese sees boys hunting a rat for food. He takes a picture out of his pocket, and it's a picture of Sarah Connor. Hmm. All of a sudden, the dogs start barking. 
It's a Terminator. Pulls out a massive gun, opens fire on all the humans and the dogs. So, yeah, Pugsley definitely got it. Mm. Uh, And as is customary with this goddamn podcast, animals being slaughtered after 15 episodes, it seems we cannot break this streak. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Uh, The Terminator is killing everybody. Reese drops the pick of Sarah into a flame and it begins bubbling and burning. We get this cool shot of the silhouette only moving forward with these glowing red eyes. It is sick. Mm. And we cut to morning. Sarah and Reese wake up under the overpass. Sarah says she was dreaming about dogs and Reese. How? Said, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? She was dream- dreaming about dogs? Yeah, how? I mean, just, I mean, you can't, maybe it's the intu- intuitive thing. Yeah, this, this part, I don't know. This part, of osmosis, I don't know. His thoughts went to hers, but she yeah, happened to be she, drinking. That's, it's her, be, her becoming a leader. It's, it's, it's She's using 11% of her brain. Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question, Sean. Have you ever had a dream about dogs? Probably. Yeah. I mean, not about dog, like a dog in the background, maybe. It maybe was the like, background, but she said about dogs. Like, so like, like the dogs playing poker. Like, yeah, I was, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's, there's a whole, they're all dogs. There's a dog going to the post office. There's a guy, <laughs> you know, dog mowing his lawn. Like, is that what, maybe that's one of the alternate universes? Yeah. This is why I wouldn't last in any of these movies. Cause we need to break out of this storm sewer and move along. And I'd be just stuck on the fact that she had a dream about dogs and keep talking about it over and over again. And then we'd get killed. He, he does tell her that they use dogs to spot terminators. Yeah. She says his world is terrifying. We cut to Arnold looking through Sarah Connor's planner that he stole from her house. And outside his dirt bag of a landlord is smoking a cigar with his ha- hairy ass shoulders knocking on the door. <sighs> He's like, is there a dead cat in there? Probably because Arnold stinks to high hell from like doing surgery on himself. So here's the thing. So that guy is like the janitor of the hotel that they're okay. that they're staying at, uh-huh. and that he's staying at. They that, that he's staying at, and in the in the um, novelization, they allude to the fact that the injured flesh is rotting on his body and smells. Right, so it's disconnected from whatever's supplying it to to live properly mm-hmm. and smells in the room. So they kind of allude to that in the it's funny because it's just a throwaway line in here of like maybe he has BO or something, but it's I know, mean, I for once I underst I never understand anything in movies, and for once I understood that he probably stinks to high hell and is just not processing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in, inside Arnold's head, we have the view of his voice responses and options he can pick the best one available, which is fuck you asshole. <laughs> Maybe which the most, seems to do the trick. Cause the guy leaves. Maybe the most famous is it, what line is bigger this or I'll be back. Uh, I got to tell you in the next one is an even better one. I love why do you cry is, is one of my favorite Terminator lines <laughs> ever. But I mean, as far as like just in society, I'll be I back. I'll be back. I'll be back is I'll be back, man. They were, I'll be back was on like Pizza Hut cups. Yeah, like I guess you can't movie. use the other one everywhere. No, fuck you, <laughs> no, you can't. Right, right. That's not as marketable. They had a, they were just sitting there with looking at the chalkboard and they're like, I'll yeah, they're back. in a meeting. <laughs> fuck you. Which one? I'm telling you, if we put fuck you asshole in the Pizza Hut cups. Right, they got chart. They got charts and graphs. They're trying to work it out. We could write it in pepperoni on the pizza. <laughs> uh, Arnold finds the address he's looking for. Mom's cabin. The phone number, the address. He grabs his gun. He begins walking down the hall on his mission to find Sarah. And he passes some dude in the hallway who sees him with his massive gun because he's just holding it as he's walking. And the guy goes, "God damn!" Yeah. We cut to the Tiki Motel. Sarah and Reese hitched a ride with a truck driver. They get a room with a kitchen, most importantly. Reese goes out for supplies. He gives Sarah his gun. She takes a shower, and she's on the phone with her mother. Mm. She's asking where she is, and Sarah's like, I can't tell you. The cops told me not to say. 
and then goes, okay, here's where I am. Yeah. <laughs> then we see what's really going on on the other end of the phone line. Inside mom's cabin, a huge hole through the door. The door ripped off the hinges. Holding the phone, using mother's voice, is the Terminator. Yeah. Hangs up, calls the hotel, and says, give me your address. <laughs> he could have just kept using mom's voice. Yeah, that would have been great. If he used it for the rest of the movie, that would have been amazing. He cut the Reese. He went out. He got a ton of supplies, mothballs, corn syrup, ammonia. He's making nitroglycerin bombs. Yeah, the worst roommate either. Like, come back with some peanut chews or something. I don't know. Something. Get, a friggin' a Mr. Good bar. Give me a reading. Can I have a ho-ho? Is there, fucking, you know, fucking a mint a, chocolate chip Klondike bar? A Mountain Dew, at least, to give me some energy. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Mountain Dew, I'm going to make a weird tangent. Did you see the hot dogs? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal it from you. Yes. The hot dogs. I saw it today and it grossed me. Mount, if you're seeing this in the future, these have already come and gone and nobody cares about them if you're listening (laughs) to this in the future, but there are Mountain Dew hot dogs. And I am 100% guaranteeing that a meeting took place where people were on something and then they were like, I'm having a hot dog and I'm drinking this Mountain Dew. Hey, that says, that's great. Let's put them together. Why not? It's going to sell millions. They're apparently mustard flavored Skittles too. So, okay. Okay. Now hang on. Now hang Is on. that real? Because when I, so right after I saw the Mountain Dew hot dogs, yeah. I saw yeah. the ad for the mustard Skittles yeah. and my reaction, because I don't particularly love Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. God damn it, do I love mustard. My reaction to the Mountain Dew hot dogs was very different than my reaction to the mustard Skittles because I looked at it and immediately was like, I try them fuckers. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. What mustard do you like? I like yellow. I'm just a flip. Oh, so I like Sean, there we are. We yellow got mustard. Common. 100% classic yellow mustard. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. way. I mean, I like spicy mustard too. Like I'll, I'll do like both or whatever. But like classic yellow is no classic yellow mustard is a way to go. Now, do you shake it or do you just squeeze it and let some of the water come out first? This is if anyone shake. tunes in right now, they're no, like, no the shake. Hell? You gotta you shake the ketchup, you shake the mustard, you shake everything. I don't want the juice that, and you gotta you gotta take the plastic dried bits off the the nozzle first because nothing worse than like hucking it on the hot dog or the burger and like the dried bit from like three i'm so i'm so i'm so lazy with that mustard i think i just usually squirt the the water like to the side and then (laughs) just shake the fucking bottle i don't know why i just skipped the just shake shake the bottle what it is i think because it says it on the bottle and i just you know like bill paxton you know, I just want to be punk rock and not have people tell me what to do. So, you know, don't tell me to shake my mustard bottle. You see where that got Bill Paxton, though. That's true. That's you got to follow the rules sometimes. But he had really not... cool blue spiky hair. So there's No, that. I need the shit out of that. I'm going to try those mustard Skittles. If, so I'm going to try. So when we, when I listen back to this episode, I'm going to go look for those mustard Skittles. And I'm going to try them on, uh, on Instagram and we'll, we'll post it. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Reese learned to make these nitroglycerin bombs as a kid. We cut to Terminator riding a motorcycle on his way to kill Sarah. Reese is showing her how to make pipe bombs in the hotel room. Later on, she's laying in bed asking if Terminator will find them, and Reese goes, probably. Mm. She's nervously shaking. She's like, what were women like in your time? And he goes, good fighters. She asks if he had a girlfriend. He says, no, never. John Connor gave me a picture of you. He didn't know why. He says he used to wonder what you were thinking in the photo. Memorized every line of her face, every curve of her body. He says he came across time for her. He loves mm. her. He always has. And then they bang. And and <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, he's this freedom fighter guy. And they're in, right trying to save the humans and it's post Armageddon. But like his hair seems like it's like freshly cut. Yeah. Yeah. So does Arnold's. I love that Arnold checked his hair in the mirror. So like, are they, I'd like to think that they're stopping in the middle of this like war and getting a fresh cut. Getting a fresh cut. Number two on the sides, a little long. The yeah, top. like maybe yeah, it yeah. makes you feel better as you're headed into battle or something. I, yeah. 
you got to look good. Yeah. Uh, Terminator has found them. Right. Kicks open the door and begins shooting. And they've known each other for a day. Listen, and listen. Here we go. So did the mist. So did yeah. uh, Pops and Mom number two. Here we are. Uh, Terminator shooting everything, but Sarah and Reese are already out of the room. They grab a truck, drive off. Terminator gets on his motorcycle, and once again, the chase is on. Mm-hmm. They both end up crashing. Reese and Sarah flip the car. Terminator ends up getting hit by an 18-wheeler truck. Mm. That's not going to stop him. No. He is all jacked up, looking faces torn apart, metal titanium alloys exposed. Terminator hops in the truck, turns it around, and begins heading straight for Sarah and Reese, who narrowly escape at the last second. Terminator Mm. chases him down, and Reese takes his final pipe bomb and throws it in the truck as it passes, and boom. Boom. Truck explodes. But that's not going to stop him. Terminator leaves the truck, falls on the floor, burning. Sarah and Reese rejoice amongst the wreckage. They embrace. We did it. We got it. Slowly out of the wreckage, we see the Terminator. And I love that he he's uh, limping before this when he's in the human form. And we know he's not limping because he's in pain. He's just limping because the mechanism is broken. Therefore, when he comes out of this, the mechanism is still broken. Uh, Terminator in its truest, rawest form. The, 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 you know, the metal skeleton, the red glowing eyes. Uh, it's slowly chasing after them. They run into a factory. I was totally completely blown away by this scene when i first saw this in 1985 i I was like wow so a mix of practical and and i guess stop motion right yeah there's stop motion mixed in as well that's that would be stan winston studios that's that's handling that does a great job i love the mechanical sound that the terminator makes as it's moving right um we also know that the factory that they run into is later revealed to be Cyberdyne Systems Facility. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Reese turns on the machines so the Terminator can't track their movements. They try to go on, but Reese is in bad shape. He can't go on. And Sarah Connor morphs into the woman she was told she will become. Mm -hmm. She orders Reese to get off his feet and move, and the chase continues. Terminator smashes through the door, stalking through the factory. These awesome shots, just the silhouette and the glowing red eyes following them, searching, creeping. Iconic, epic scenes right here. Copied a million times. People tried to do this, but this is, yeah, iconic sci-fi movie imagery right here. Reese picks up a large pipe. Terminator finds him and slowly back up away to fa- up the factory steps as the Terminator is following him. Reese battles it out with the Terminator, but the pipe, uh, he puts a pipe bomb in the Terminator's gears and blows it to pieces. Hmm. Sarah crawls over to Reese's body. He's dead. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, the Terminator is not. And he did die before the war. Died before the war. But then how does he meet John Connor? (laughs) Listen, stop with your knowledge and your and your things need to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense, but no, it could be totally illogical. Yeah, it could be totally I, illogical. I don't get it either. But I, don't get it either. I, I, I need a thread. I said it again. I'm plugging threads to uh, to follow. And I just I got super confused. And I'm hoping somebody can kind of explain it to me. Maybe there's somebody who knows something about time travel. James Cameron, come on, text me. I I, I know you're listening. Send, send me. Let me know what what the hell you're talking about. In this movie. He's a he's a bit. He's making Avatar 500 right now. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, the top half of the Terminator begins crawling after Sarah. Creepy as hell. She crawls onto one of the factory machines, and the Terminator follows. It will not stop. It chases her through this narrow spot between two large pieces of metal. But Sarah closes the gate in its face, and now it's trapped. So cool, though, when it's crawling and pulling itself. It's so cool. 
She looks at it. I mean, it reminds me of Child's Play too, because like the exact same thing happens. They're in a factory, and Chucky's getting torn apart, and he's like limping along. It's it, it's very. That's the first thing I thought of was Chucky. Well, that's. I mean, Child's Play two would have gotten it from this. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, Chucky came after this. But yeah, that's. I saw it in a different order. So, <laughs> uh, she looks at his glowing red eyes and says, "You're terminated, fucker." She turns the machine on, and we watch the machine get crushed into putty. The red eye fades, and it is dead. And we get the blue lightning from the beginning again. Which is really interesting. Like, I, I guess it's meant to be, I don't know, just circuits and stuff. But I think it's pretty cool that it's the same lightning that we see in the beginning when they appear. Uh, but yeah, amazing. This arm becomes super important. Uh, I love the design on it. The kind of the knuckles of the Terminator are really cool. Um, the mechanical terminator in my mind is untouchable as far as like these special effects still hold up still looks absolutely amazing sarah gets taken away in an ambulance reese in a body bag yeah we cut the sarah driving through the desert she's recording as she's driving saying it's difficult for me to decide what to tell you and what not to but i have a while before you're old enough to understand these tapes and we see she is pregnant yeah she's driving with a dog and a that, gun in her lap. Then that dog is the dog from the Tiki Motel Hotel. And she named it, because they say in the novelization, Pugsley Jr. Oh, yeah. So I guess Pugsley did get rocked because she would have went back to pick him up, I think. I feel like she would have. He would have yeah. been in that thing. Fucking yeah. Terminator. Or, I, I think probably more than, more than likely happened is he just took off. Yeah, yeah, like a happy ending for Pugsley. He liked the maybe. All right, let's let's write one for Pugsley. He breaks out of the apartment. Uh huh. No, like I like 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 he jumps out through a window in like slow motion. Right. Yeah, and like lands in a tree, and then gets to have like like a nature life. Yeah, he meets a girl. Yeah, time. Maybe he's like, I'll never be back. Yeah, he's jumping a house. He has to replace the roof. (laughs) Poor Pugsley. Fucking Pugsley. She pulls up to a gas station uh, to fill up, and she continues recording. Should I tell you about your father? That's tough. Will mm. it affect your decision to send him here knowing he is your father? If you don't send Reese, you will never exist. A person could go crazy thinking about this. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. I will tell you about it all one day. So maybe you have to ask her, Linda Hamilton. We'll get her on. Let me get her on. A six three one. She Linda Hamilton. She's a six three one. <laughs> uh, she goes. I'll tell you about it all one day. I owe him that. Even though we were together for a few hours, we loved a lifetime's worth. Mm. Camera flashes. Young kid takes a pic of Sarah. Ask her for a few bucks for the photo. Five bucks. Yes, yeah, five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. She pays, and it's the picture that Reese had of Sarah in his pocket. Uh, she she works them down, right? Quattro. 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 Yeah, he wants to I love this. This scene is a really epic scene, but it's also incredibly silly because she gets out of the Jeep, and she has like a book to speak Speaks to Spanish. the guy in Spanish, and then the guy just starts talking to her. In English, like seconds later, like he's trying perfect they, English. They appreciate later. it though, they appreciate when you try. She also pays for the photo, but not the gas. <laughs> she never pays the guy for the gas, but she buys the photo. Ah, she's she... off to her life of crime to fight the you know, the evil terminators. The kid runs away and screams in Spanish, yeah. He's Sarah excited. Asked. He says, I think he says, Mira, Mira, like, look, look, like, look, I got four bucks from this lady. It's amazing. But then he also says something and she asks what he says. Mm-hmm. The gas station attendant that she just robbed says, he said there's a storm coming. Yeah. Sarah yeah. says, I know. Drive, <laughs> drives off into the mountains. The <laughs> storm rolls in. Give it to me. Hit it with me, vertebrae. Dun, 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 dun. Put the glasses and, on. And I will say, so the picture was taken by the little boy on a Kodomatic camera, and that's like Kodak's answer to Polaroid. 
So it was only around from 82 to 86. And then they had to stop making it when Polaroid sued them. Oof. Brutal. So that disappeared. And they drive off into this fantastic matte painting of these mountains. Um, I wonder if Cameron painted that, actually, because he was a matte painter. The end. That's Terminator. Amazing. And um, we, did it. we did it. And then I have a, what do they call it at the end of a story? I have a little, some like bits a, to a add. A prologue, on. an epilogue, or one of yeah. those. So we're going to address the Harlan Ellison controversy. So oh. Harlan Ellison is a famous sci-fi writer. He's written a lot for, he wrote a lot for TV shows and short stories and all kinds of stuff. So um, there was a lawsuit settled. With Orion Pictures, because Ellison claimed that the movie was based off his 1964 Outer Limits episode called Soldier. Okay, it was based on his short story Soldier from the Mar- Tomorrow. Um, and at the end of this movie, they put acknowledgement to the works of Harlan Ellison that was added on for the video release, and that was part of the settlement. Okay. Now, I, I will say to you, because we will get to another James Cameron, a few other James Cameron films. Um, he's He's been around some of this stuff. He's had quite a few uh, lawsuits and uh, people kind of accusing him of uh, stealing ideas. Um, now, some of this stuff is just sci-fi world. Harlan Ellison is was also known to be kind of curmudgeonly and, and, and cranky sci-fi writer. And Cameron claims that he they settled the lawsuit and it was a nuisance lawsuit, he called it, and let's get it out of the way. So what I did was I needed to see that Outer Limits episode, right? So I fa- it's on Pluto, right? You turn me on to Pluto. Godzilla, 24 hours Godzilla a day. channel's on there. So Outer Limits is on there. So I watched Soldier on Outer Limits. And I have to say that for the first, say, five minutes of that episode, you are like, oh, this is Terminator. Because it's this post-apocalyptic world. There's some twisted metal in the front that looks just like the twisted metal in Terminator. And there's these lasers and this smoky atmosphere. And there's these two futuristic soldier guys fighting each other. After that, you're really stretching it if you think that that's the rest of that. Now... I think Ellison went on to claim that there were other stories that he kind of borrowed from. And, and there's certainly thousands of pulp science fiction stories. Um, But this story soldier transports two fighting soldiers sent through time. So I do find that interesting because he wanted it to be two terminators and he does send two people through Um, that opening sequence. And we can share shots of the two of them side by side. And again, like the first five minutes are pretty spot on. Then after that, it kind of, He's there. Uh, he, they, the two soldiers are fighting each other. They get zapped with something and transported to our, our time, right? So back in time. And one of the guys gets there. The other guy gets stuck in some weird limbo where he's half in time, half in time and half not. Um, and basically the one guy who's there, he gets put in a psych ward. Uh, and then they kind of try to, they kind of try to figure him out. And then the doctor who's there actually ends up taking him home to his family to like live with them. And um, it's really slow in the middle, like really, really slow 1964 pacing. Um, And then the other soldier shows up and kind of threatens the life of the family because he's there basically. And that soldier goes after him and they, they disappear off into time. So he sort of protects the, the family, but the beginning part of that though, the first five minutes or so is like, Oh wow. Like a side by side. Did he, did Cameron like maybe see that? think it was really cool and be like, let me nod to that in the beginning. Cause there's this twisted metal part that kind of looks like it right in the foreground. Maybe, but I'm sure he's not going to say that out loud after the lawsuit happens. There is a Starlog interview with him where he says, oh, I got the idea for Terminator by borrowing a bunch of bits from a bunch of different Outer Limits episodes. Um, So did he take 40 or 50, <laughs> right? There's tons of Outer Limits episodes. I don't know how many there are, but and amalgamated them together to get there. Possibly the, the studio just want to settle to get it out of the way, possibly. Wow. Um, but 
this will come up again for him and it comes up on titanic it comes up on avatar um i don't know if it comes up for t2 it uh something similar that i discovered pops up for aliens if we ever get to it which we will get to we have to yes um and but you know i i gotta say it out loud as i do the research and i watched the whole episode and I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like Terminator made a nod to that in the beginning. And then once it moved on, I was mm-hmm. fine. It's wow. A, there's a lot of that episode where they're trying to just communicate with each other, which actually is more like a, a, the movie Arrival kind of oh. nods to that a little bit as they're trying to communicate with each other. So I, I think as you get around sci-fi, you're going to have a lot of these reoccurring themes but ellison is a big deal ellison also had a history of suing people for things he said they stole from his Mm -hmm. writing so Mm -hmm. let's just take all of that with a grain of salt but i had to sort of throw it out there bit of a pain in the ass he sounds like sounds like it yes um hell yeah we did the terminator yeah what what, is this is this a movie you rewatch so i i do like terminator 2 better because that's how i started with this whole thing and I did find after, you know, the fun of Terminator 2, I found this a little slower than Terminator 2 and like a little harder to follow or whatever. Like it just wasn't as I wasn't as interested in this one. I mean, but this was in the past, like through the years I've watched that. I'll, I'll watch it. I do. I watch it over and over and over like but i go hand in hand with t1 and t2 it's the same thing when i do alien i do alien aliens alien 3 alien resurrection like i like watching it uh in bunches but i still love t2 a little more than terminator but the terminator is still like one of the top one of my top favorite movies ever mm-hmm. I, I do rewatch it but i do uh like terminator 2 a little better than terminator 1 well it's all when it hits you right yeah you, so yeah, I mean, I think T2, right? We said it before in the other episode. I think most people probably, a lot of people saw T2 first. A lot more. You know, Terminator was a hit in VHS. and But I think just the catchphrases were. Like, it made a lot of money. But I remember people doing all the catchphrases and, and all that. But they hadn't actually seen seen the movie right it just kind of catches on as a cultural phenomenon and people are into it i would say the one that just grabbed everybody and i don't have any of the numbers in front of me but money wise and everything is is t2 i uh i go back and forth i don't rate things right but i I like them both for for different reasons um they both thoroughly confuse me as far as timeline. <laughs> I like the villain in T2 better. I And that's the thing. I saw T2 first, so I thought Arnold was the good guy. So I was mm. surprised as hell when I saw right. the Terminator. And I'm like, oh, shit, Arnold's the bad guy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, that was a cool one. I would say that, right, if we know this just from without getting into T2 right now, but if we know the studio thought he should be Kyle Reese and you got the two terminators and all that, right? The original script has two terminators. We get that in T2. We also get the liquid metal stuff. So liquid metal stuff. There you go (laughs) in there. There's the plug, uh, you know, shout outs to liquid metal (laughs) and, um, in there, but yeah, I, I think, um, and I would, you know, this soundtrack is a pretty Carpenter-esque soundtrack, but that main theme, that bum, 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 bum. Oh, I'm putting it on the In Madness Spotify definitely. Did you get all your gnarly bits in for the Terminator? I did. I, I, I think there was more that I didn't write down as I did the research. And I always, when I do this, I kind of cap myself off because I don't need a whole episode of just me giving you know nerdy nerdy facts if you have any that i missed let me know um if we can hear more about pugsley too and the original pugsley maybe they go on an adventure together love to know that 
Um, Most importantly, we want to hear from you. Participate, comment, get in on the fun with us, in on the madness. On the socials at InMadnessPod, InMadnessPod at gmail.com. Write us. We'll read your email on the show. If you got something cool to say, we'll shout you out on, on our show. Why that? Even hell? if it's mean, if you write us a mean email. Yeah, man, talk some shit. Wonder. Don't talk. I mean, it'd be nice. Be nice. I've got a fragile ego. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh we might we might do a 0.5 let us know let us know a okay let us know a what you're thinking about these splitting the movie in two okay Mm -hmm. um and giving you you know an easier chunk to digest for a week from week to week instead of two and a half hours and uh let us know what you think about these 0.5 episodes that we're doing in between episodes where we're not so locked into talking about a movie and, and reviewing a movie. We're just reviewing stuff that's going on that we're interested. I mean, I have things ready, so we might do a 0.5 before our next movie. And if we don't, it doesn't matter. Okay. Do we want to give a hint? We should do a 0.5 because I got some cool stuff. Well, we'll, we'll probably do a 0.5, but we can give a hint to our next movie. I also want to know if people want to know. We always give a hint. Do they want to know the movie in advance? Oh, I like giving hints. I like giving hints because I like I like I like when everybody does the guessing game. I no, think it's fun. I think, the hint, fun. I think the hints right. are one of the most fun. Don't forget parts. that. We don't want to know that. Edit that yeah, out. No, whatever. I'm know. doing it anyway. And I do you have yeah. This is not a democracy. We're doing it this way. Yeah, this is our uh, show. Yeah. I want to give hints. I want to give hints. It's fun. I, we basically give it away, but it's funny because we basically give it away and people still don't get it. That's I don't know what hint you could give that doesn't. Oh, I know. Hint. I have one ready to go. Oh, you do? Okay, let's hear it. Public enemy shirt. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I had a public enemy shirt. Might have it somewhere still. Hell yeah. Um, Maybe I'll talk about Public Enemy a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and I mean, so if we're talking about music, then I will also mention Guns and Roses. Of course. And I will say that I like the B side of that Kasingle. Kasingle. I said it, kids. Google it because it exists. It's a thing better than the A side of it okay public but, enemy shirt and guns and roses that's the best hint i'm gonna give you without giving ever, it away that's locked on <laughs> they, they should know by now. hell yeah that's what i'm talking about um so that's it we're good we're good we got everything we're, we're done with terminator um thank you for joining us it is a lot of fun doing this podcast it's so much damn fun we appreciate you listening we appreciate you participating uh, we're all just enjoying these movies and having a good time and we're doing these offset things and, you know, maybe we'll do a cartoon one day and maybe we'll do we'll, we'll do whatever the hell we want. But I like that we're 15 episodes in and we're doing different things and changing things up and not just sticking to the same format because that's cool. You want change. Change inspires growth and, and all this cool stuff to happen. So thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. And thank you, Vertebrae, because I know we both bust our ass to make this podcast happen and do a lot of research and a lot of time and a lot of side texting and a lot of figuring things out and, <laughs> and all that. And there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into these episodes and uh, we appreciate support and your participation and thank you and we'll see you for episode either 15.5 or straight up 16 awesome thank you guys very much and uh we'll be back